Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Berhantu with me Hafiz Rahman. Now, this episode might be a bit short. Let me just um give you guys a heads up because the stories that are being shared for this episode is about uh incidents that happened in a mosque, okay? Um in two mosques by the way. Um it's three short stories from three different people. The uh, I so I try my best to like compartmentalize uh my stories so that it makes sense so that it's quite um cohesive in terms of sharing so I don't like macam share bits and parts that doesn't gel together so I've been meaning to do this episode for the longest time but it's just that I feel like I haven't had enough material um up until a couple of days ago when Satu Hamba Allah ni came forward to just share her experience in one of the mosques in Singapore um again I will not mention the name of the mosque even though probably you guys will know like you, if you guys remember right I did like in the early part of Berhantu I did an episode where I talked about this mosque that I shall not name in Tampines and then everyone just miss message me and said kau sedarkan kat Tampines ada satu masjid je They were like, yep, I didn't think that through. So I'm not going to mention the estate name. I'm just going to say it's in the um, northern part of Singapore or eastern part or western part or the central part, you know. I'm not going to mention a specific estate because I just also found out that Tampines cuma ada satu sahaja masjid dan aku dah berbual pasal tu masjid like nobody's business so if you guys want to listen to that story it's pretty freaky you can check out my um my episode on the mosque it's it's uh, I don't know I forgot the title but it's um it's about a mosque in Tampines that one mosque in Tampines and the weird things that happened to one of the um noja there okay so now I want to just share with you these stories um are actually being shared with me um two of them face to face and one of them is via text so I cannot vouch for the truth of this um uh, incidents what I can share is the truth of uh, the uh, sharing meaning that I will not I will not try to um add in additional details or whatever like whatever they tell me apa yang orang kasih tahu aku itulah yang aku ceritakan pada korang okay nothing more nothing less okay of course i will try to make it as scary as possible lah you know i think that's that's the whole point of berhantu so this story happened to one of this girl um one of this girl so basically the story semua happen uh, for three girls okay three different ladies in two mosques so one of uh, the mosque uh, has these two stories So I do not know whether it's an incident or memang tempat tu berhantu. And since we're at the topic of berhantu, right? Um, I think it is also important for us to again drive through the whole, uh, truth or the notion that just because it's a mosque doesn't just because it's it's a mosque doesn't mean that it is a clean place. When I say clean place, yes, betul itu rumah Allah. Itu tempat kita beribadah. Itu tempat kita. Uh, dapatkan pahala kita itu tempat kita berjumpa dengan orang uh, muslimin muslimat yang lain um, betul 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 tapi kita juga jangan lupa bahawa the mosque is also a place where people uh, buang barang okay um, because they have nowhere else to throw these things so they throw things in the mosque and this was a shocking fact for me because I didn't know because I always thought like macam siapa yang tergamak buang barang dekat dalam mosque you know dalam dalam masjid um but the whole idea is that because tempat tu rumah Allah you know to him 
we come and to him we shall return. Maybe that's the whole idea, you know. So that's why people, uh, and there's a lot of people who have come forward and say that yes, betul, uh, masjid adalah salah satu tempat yang mungkin angker ataupun berhantu ataupun penuh dengan jin kerana ia adalah, uh, ia adalah salah satu tempat di mana, di mana orang buang barang. Mungkin tak kisahlah. Um, peninggalan orang ke simpanan orang ke orang dah habis daripada um, kena sampuk ke whatever you know and and that's, that's also the reason why there's a lot of incidents that happen in mosque and these are some in the, of the incidents that I want to share with you okay back to the story uh, this happened to one of the mosque in the northern part of Singapore jeng 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 northern part of Singapore I will not mention names because this estate only also has only one noted Masjid, and if I were to mention this estate, then you all will know which, 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 which um place is this is at. But let's just say that that the masjid is in front of a park. Tada! Okay, so anyways, so two incidents. The first incident of this lady. So this lady, of course, as you as we all know, um aras uh tempat solat perempuan dekat atas kan. Um, the man is at the uh, lower ground. Usually on the upper levels is where the woman's um worship area is. Okay. So this kakak lah, I would say kakak lah, she's probably in her early 40s. This kakak um, shared with me this story on how she um, kena kacau dekat masjid. Okay, so what happened was, it was, it wasn't even during Maghrib or Isha. okay. She said that it was during Asar, dah, 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 dah petang lah, tapi taklah macam senja. She said it was around maybe 4.45. She said it was raining. Okay, according to her, it was raining. And you know how sometimes when it rains in the morning, it gets really dark. Like even though it's like only 4 or 5, it's really dark. So, dia cakap, walaupun pukul 4.45, okay, dah nak pukul 5 gitu, dia dah gelap tadi. Dia macam, dah macam dah, dah senja, dah macam pukul 7 gitu. It, it, it seems as if it's really like 7 o'clock, like dawn, eh, dawn pula. Like, um, going to be night already because of the rain and it's very cloudy, so it's very dark. And she said that this mosque is also very dark. Okay, I mean, there's lights, but like, you know how sometimes the, the lights are quite dim. So, she said that when I entered the mosque, nothing happened. Kakak Amit would do as per normal. I took my ablution, you know, I I I brought my own uh, telekong. So, I went to the mosque. So, okay, by the way, this all happened during uh, pre-COVID, okay? Yeah, pre-COVID, eh? Just, just remember, pre-COVID. So, dia pergi dekat aras perempuan, dia dah ambil wuduk, dia dah pakai telekong dia, dia mula solat, solat asa. Okay, she, she did her asa prayers. And as she was um praying, she said that the first, the first punya rakaat is okay, alright. Second one, she said, I, from the corner of my eyes, I saw a woman stand beside me, but not that close. She said the woman was uh, on the same staff as her, okay, in the same staff, but she was probably about maybe. 2 meters plus oh, uh, beside her but she says it's very clear it's very clear um, that she was beside me and she was also wearing a white telekong so I, I was wearing a white telekong she was also wearing a white telekong I didn't think much about it <laughs> as usual the whole conclusion is whenever these things happen you don't think much about it correct? because you didn't think that it would happen to you you didn't think that it would you know like you'll be at the receiving end of a supernatural uh, experience when when you least expect it it happens so dia tengah solat okay bila dia tengah solat tu kan dia nampak satu perempuan ni tengah diri dekat dekat satu saf uh, sama saf um, but uh, away for her and dia tengah uh, mula untuk solat lah 
Okay, of course, this kakak was trying to be kushu as possible. Kushu is how do I explain it to my non-Malay friends? Kushu is a state of concentration, if I can put it that way. Kushu is okay in Muslim. It is, it is said that when you do your worshiping, you cannot. You have to cleanse yourself and get rid of all these other things in your head. Your your mind have to be clear. You are there to pray to God. You are one with God. You know, and this is just between you and the Almighty, right? So everything needs to be cleared. So that's that state of clearness, and that state of attention, and that state of being present is called khushu. If I make sense. Okay, good. I I hope I did a very good explanation on what khushu is all about. So she said, even though I tengah khushu day, but I. Cannot concentrate a bit because dia punya bacaan tu kan dia punya bacaan tu macam even though it's soft it's loud so macam you know you know how some people that mumble underneath their breath when they pray okay I think Muslims can can vouch for this you know how sometimes people people Either they mutter under their breath or dorang betul-betul um, say it in a low voice and they baca doa dorang, you know. Um, and we are encouraged to baca um, so that people can hear lah, you know. In case someone wants to solat with you or just just for you to know where you are from, where you are at in this surah. Because sometimes the Malay, Malay pula, the Muslims, uh, we Muslims have a lot of surahs and, and, and sometimes it can get very confusing for us. So we need to know which surahs we are at. It happens to me, okay? Yeah, like, I, I can macam, aku macam boleh lose focus like, eh, shit, which surah am I at? Okay, anyways, that's my ayat. <laughs> I just shared with the whole of Singapore. Um, Okay, so, um, back to this, but wait, back to the story. So, dia cakap, uh, this lady was macam tengah baca, tapi macam, dia baca, tapi kuat. And she said that as the praying progresses, so remember she's on the second rakaat eh? So now she's at the third rakaat At the third rakaat she said It seemed As if the voice Was just beside me She said that Was just beside me Kakak rasa macam ada orang tengah Tengah baca doa Dekat tepi Telinga kakak Tapi dek Kau tahu apa Apa tak dek So I said what It's Al-Fatihah Tapi backwards Dia baca Al-Fatihah terbalik. So, this kakak got really freaked out. She just... She said, at this point of time, I lost it. I couldn't focus on my prayers. I couldn't focus on what I was trying to recite. I was just going through the motions. And that was when I felt someone tug my tudung. Aduh. So, this person felt someone tugging the tudung. And when she tuck the tudung, so that was the clincher. So she said, terus kakak stop. I stop my prayers. When I stop my prayers, I looked around. There's no one there. She said I was alone in the whole of the aras tempat solat perempuan. There's no one there. I was alone. So who was that lady beside me? And she said that the tugging was so hard that she said... It almost felt as if my telekong was going to 
snap. You know? She said, I will never forget the incident that this thing happened. Um, another lady came forward and said that in the same mosque, okay, in the same mosque, okay, I must agree because I've been to this mosque. So this mosque is quite, it's it's big, but uh, I think it also depends on the timing. Um, sometimes, kadang-kadang, it's very, it's, yeah, sometimes it can, it can get very quiet lah. It can get very quiet because it's quite inaccessible in a way. Um, it's not like near tempat orang tinggal. Yeah, so it's like just beside a park. Anyways, um, I don't want to. So it's, it's somewhere in the north lah. So this this kakak came forward and said that she actually was also praying there. Okay. But her story was very different. Her story was, wasn't orang kat tepi tengah baca Al-Fatihah terbalik. Her story was, dia tengah, dia dah habis solat. Okay, dia dah habis solat. So dia tengah ngaji. Okay. She said I had, I had some time to kill before. I, I think she she baru habis uh, solat maghrib. Okay. Solat maghrib. And then dia uh, was waiting for Isha' lah. You know, because it's just, it's very short, right? So maybe about like, maybe 40, 40 minutes, 45 minutes. So she said, well, I, I had time to kill. I didn't I didn't want to do my Isha' at home. So I decided to stay in this mosque. And it's maghrib time. So there's a lot of people, right? So she said that at this point of time, there were a lot of, um, woman around me lah Obviously right She said it wasn't like Full full But she said There were like Macam Tiga saf lah Of less woman So after Dah solat ah, Suka main ketuk-ketuk <sighs> Aku stress Dengan rumah aku ni Kau faham eh Kau faham eh ah, Tu dia cakap Please sleep Don't expose our secret Shut up And go to sleep Okay anyways Um where was I? Shit. Okay. This kakak said that she was in this place. So, lepas solat maghrib tu, lepas tiga satu habis tu, of course, people did start to go back home and disperse, right? So, she said that while this was happening, there were only like maybe about four or five women. Yeah, about four or five women left in the area who was like her waiting for Isha to come. Alright? Um, before they start their prayers again. And then people will start trickling in macam 10-15 minutes before Isha lah, you know, which the, the, the new crowd will come in. Um, so she said I was at the site of the uh, tempat solat tu. I baca from handphone. Okay, so she said I didn't borrow any Quran from the masjid. I was reading it from my phone. While she was on the phone and tengah reading, she said I noticed that there is this. I didn't look up. Okay, I didn't look up because I was focused and I was concentrating on my. On my um, recitation, right? But dia cakap, ada macam nampak budak. Budak. Lari to and fro. And this budak was like wearing a black jubah. You know? Macam lari back to and fro. So it, it seems as if there's like a black shadow running in front of her. Running around to and fro, to and fro, to and fro, to and fro. She didn't think much about it. She just thought, okay, maybe it's someone else's kid. And someone is not taking care of their kid. The kid has got zero discipline. Blah, 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 blah. Let, let it be. Tapi dia cakap, if the kid is running, confirm kids make sound, right? Like if they are running in excitement, kids will make a sound. But she said that that's the first weird thing that I noticed. She noticed that there's no sound. It's just the shadow of someone running to and fro, to and fro, to and fro. But there's no shadow. Uh, but, but there's no sound. There's no much like, hee hee. There's nothing. Nothing. She said nothing. After about 10 minutes, 
she looked up. So she saw the shadow, right? See, uh, she saw the shadow walk past her again. She immediately looked up because she wanted to take a look at who was the kid in front of her. Tak ada orang lah, siya. There's no one there. There's no kid. It's all adult woman in the room. So she stood up and she scanned the room. She said, I was so scared. I actually stood up. I checked out from Azim. I stood up. I scanned the room. Everyone like, was looking at me. I was like, okay, tak play it cool, play, play it cool. I went back to the, I went back to the toilet to ambil wuduk lagi lah, you know. Because I thought like, I might have seen something. But she said that nothing happened after that. But I, she can never forget that, that incident. Because she said, there is no way, there is no way that it's just a shadow. She said, it's a real kid. Memang betul adik nampak, nampak satu budak kecil ni, pakai jubah putih, lari, to the right, to the left, to the right, to the left. Tapi senyap, senyap. And the best part is, tak ada orang yang nampak, tak ada orang yang cakap, eh, hey, duduk, nothing, nothing, okay? She said, tak ada orang langsung. So, kakak macam tersentak bila, bila kakak look up from my handphone. There wasn't anyone there. So, that was the incident that, that she shared about um this this mosque um in the north. And this kakak. So that is the two stories of this masjid. Alright, now on to the third story. Jang, jang, jang. One five finale before we wrap up this episode of Berhantu. So this happened in... <laughs> um, somewhere in the west. Okay, so it's a west. It's a mosque in the west. And the mosque, I can tell you, is a very old mosque. Okay, it's a very old mosque. And it is a mosque just beside MRT track. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's all. That's that's all the pembayang I'm giving you. That's all the clue I'm giving you. So there's an MRT track. Okay, I will not mention which place because if I mention the place, you all will know. Definitely, I think some of you already know already. So it's just opposite. So across the road is the MRT track, and then at this side is where the mosque is. So it's a really old mosque. I mean, I wouldn't say old. I wouldn't say really old lah, but it's much older as compared to the newer mosques um that 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 has been around. Now, okay, so this mosque. Um, there's this lady. She's a young lady, um, around my age. She um gave me a long text about. It wasn't a text. It was an email. Um, but she 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 typed everything out in detail. So she was just telling me that she is actually an ustaza in one of the mosques there. She said that I'm not the ustaza there anymore. Um. I have been shifted and I have moved to another place. Okay? But she said that that was the first mosque that I was attached to. She was working in that mosque for about two years. And she said that in that two years, um, a lot of things have happened. But she said, I will never forget this one incident that I felt scared. Okay? She was praying, okay. She was praying in the mosque, um, and then while she was praying too, they noticed that there is someone in a black telekong in front of her. So she's she's very low key. She's like, even though I'm the ustaza there, um, and I and and I teach as one at the madrasa there, I. Try to keep a low profile. I mean, of course, people know you lah as 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 a as a as 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 a ustaza because your face is on the banner, whatever, whatever. But she like to keep. She like to, like, 
It's like her downtime ah. She said I, I, There wasn't a lot of people So Saya was just praying You know I was just praying And she said I saw this lady um, Tengah solat kat depan saya lah uh, Tak ada depan mana Macam depan maybe about 3 meters away Macam like Macam 3 staff in front of me So I was just running my own business Tengah solat Okay Dah habis solat eh Tak jatuh lahir eh She said this happened during uh, Isyak malam She said Before I went back home lah She said uh, Dah habis kerja Kerja dah habis Around Maghrib time dah habis But I just stayed on Because I wanted to finish My Isyak prayers Before I went back home She said it was Isyak And she said that This masjid Is very famous For being um, Creepy As in there's a lot of jemaah Yang datang And even parents From the, from the madrasah And even like worshippers Who come and Who come to and fro Will, will mention to her Ustazah tempat ni Ada angkernya sedikit Tempat ni uh, tak Takut sikit Tapi tak takpelah Rumah Allah kan Takkan tak, nak, nak takut She, she always tell that like, Ini kan rumah Allah Kenapa, kenapa nak takut Kita kat sini nak beribadah So don't be scared whatever She said I was very young She said I was probably In my early 20s When when this happened <sighs> Okay She was praying Alright Tengah tahiyah tu akhir eh When Dia cakap The turn to the right To beri salam That lady That was in front of her Was beside her So she didn't think anything through She turned her head To the left The lady was on her left So she said Hafiz Macam mana dia boleh bergerak dengan cepat Takkan ada tiga perempuan Tiga perempuan uh, Yang pakai telukung hitam At the same time To my front To my left And to my right And she said Tapi saya tak nampak Saya tak nampak Muka Dia tengah duduk Dia tengah duduk bersila She said Dia tengah duduk bersila Dia, dia bukan solat She's not praying She was just in front of me And then when I turn to my right She was at the side When I turn to my left She was at, at the side So the, the, the turn she, 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 she turned her head down And the doa, then the, then she 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 was trying to compose herself. When she looked up again, she said that, "Saya tak bohong, saya seorang je dekat tempat solat tu." So who are these three women? And until now she said, "I do not know whether it's three different women or it's one same woman." She said, "Or maybe it's just my mind playing tricks on me, because this is like a a a, a mosque like famous for its hauntings." She said, I'll never forget that. And you know, she said, I really get scared. You know, I have I have studied in in Mesir. I have studied in Terengganu, you know. Uh, especially in Terengganu, you know, where like, the, the it's very dark and it's very like, macam tempat kamu kampung, you know, and it's very scary. But I've never once felt scared. Ever. This was the first time I felt scared. And she said, dia benda takut tu Rasa macam Orang nak tarik jantung dia Faham tak? Dia benda takut tu macam She did use this She did use this phrase uh, this, this this phrase which, which I thought was quite beautiful And quite Good in Encapsulating the whole incident Dia cakap Saya rasa macam At the one of time Macam like Macam tak ada amalan dalam badan ni Yang boleh tolong saya Untuk get over this This fear That's how scary she said she felt Um, yeah, so she said that I will never forget the incident, and um, 
But she said shortly after that, I I also dah kena uh, a lot of other things happen now. But she said I this was the one thing that really struck with me, and I will never forget because it was so close to me. Ah, uh, there are of course things that happen which are the nampak shadows, and then the nampak macam dia dengan ketuk-ketuk, you know, when she's teaching and all that. Then kadang-kadang dia nampak ada benda students macam staring outside, you know, when there's no one there. So, but she says these things are normal and and it happens. So she didn't think much about it. She didn't think that it would happen to her personally when she's alone in that place. But it did, and that was the story that she shared with me. And with that, we've come to the end of this episode of Berhantu. So I hope that the stories um, have creeped you enough. It definitely has creeped me enough. And with the knocking that just happened, I think it's time for me to sleep. <laughs> so thank you so much, guys, for listening to Berhantu. Um, I'll be more than happy to share more stories in the future. Good night, guys. <laughs>